And good morning. Welcome to the Fire Program Community Radio 3CR. Morning, Killer. Good morning, Neil. Andy Wallace. Morning, Neil. Listeners. Well, boys, it's, uh, it's coming it's... up to that big weekend, the cup weekend. How many days have we got off? I haven't even looked at the calendar. How good am I going? Five days. Before, before that, before we get into that, unfortunately, there's been a, another death in the industry. <clears throat> um, come to light last night's news. And the uh, construction work was killed on a, the big development down at Jeff Shed, the convention centre. And we don't know the details and we're not going to speculate, but at the end of the day, another another construction was this close to Christmas, as, you know. Only 54 years of age now. Yep. Tragic, mate. Younger than you, older than you, Kill, the same age as me. Mm. No doubt he would have had family, you know, so it's a terrible time. Um, it just reinforces what we say all the time, you know, it's coming up to Christmas and just going to be a bit more vigilant. Unfortunately, this is when a lot of accidents around this time. It's been a long year, hard year, especially so those trades that do excessive hours, which, you know, the builders push and... Uh, as I said, we don't know the ins and outs of it just yet, but uh, we're not going to speculate. But uh, our condolences to the family and uh, all his workmates. And uh, you've seen, and all I saw on the news last night on the ABC, that uh, they, they scanned around and it was a hell of a lot of so-called big, tough construction workers as we've been labelled. But, you know, they were pretty pretty upset and uh, traumatised. And no doubt you would be working with someone who's just, just been killed. So... Our condolences go to that family and uh, all his workmates and everybody concerned with it. Yeah, I, you, no doubt they'll have the uh, councillors available and, um, you know, lucky we've got good union, um, you know, bodies <coughs> like our counselling organisation through Inkling and all that uh, available. So if people want to unload and get it off their chest, they can um, they can get some help. Well, that's a good thing about the industry, because when stuff like this happens, we do stick together, you know, despite... Different opinions in the public there, but uh, we try to look after our own. And uh, you're right; they'll have all the cancelling services. They'll have all the cancelling services they need, and we'll uh, support the family and, and the workmates as much mm. as the industry will support them as much as, mm. as we can. You know. Unfortunately, after something like that, there's no amount of support that, that no. uh, you know no. makes everything right. Um, it's very, very sad. Very, very sad indeed. Well, it comes just a fortnight after the. Um, the, the anniversary of the collapse of the Westgate, not last Saturday, the Saturday after, before that, sorry. And I was down there and there was, there was about 150 people and, uh, you know, it puts it into light, you know, 35 blokes lost their lives from that that um, disaster. And, you know, two weeks after that, we, we lose another bloke. So, But, anyway. So there'll be a response as a result. Um, safety walks on all jobs this morning. Well, and, uh, the... the Different industry policy be, will be uh, evoked. Evoked, <coughs> excuse me. So that builder, all of their jobs out of respect to the family and the, and the construction worker involved, they'll, they'll um, close down for the day. And the boys will on site. Or you'd imagine it's agreed upon that they go for safety walks and open up areas once they deem them safe. Mm. Mm. And there will be collections for the families too. And guess what? The ABCC will probably have a problem with that. Well, and you know what? Get stuffed because well, we will assist that family the best we can. Well, they will have a problem with it because, I mean, you know, it's just what we do when they don't like what we do. Well, mm, you know, death in the industry, it uh, it requires a response. And like, uh, like we said, Andy, safety walks to make sure it doesn't happen again. 
um, and collections, and we do what unions do, and we support each other. Exactly. Do a thorough investigation. Hopefully, they. Can. You know, it make, makes you wonder. I was watching the news on one of the other channels after the ABC, and uh, all the headlines, all it was, was all this other crap about superstars and so-called soap stars, and he said the other, and about six or seventh in line was the construction. Well, if you reckon that'd be, you know, be front page news of the papers and uh, be first story up. You know, someone killed on, you know, in a work accident, but uh, doesn't seem to take precedence. Other other important matters, nah. which these channels decide mm. are more important than someone dying on site. That's exactly Ian. Exactly. Anyway, uh, on sombre note. And to do with the unions too, the, the four people killed up in up at Dreamworld. Yeah, evidently. Uh, That's sad as well. Terrible. Well, I think we've all been there with the with the kids, and. Uh, you know, just goes to show you go you go somewhere for a bit of fun and the, the maintenance is not done properly. Allegedly, that's that's one of the problems. And the AWU was speaking on on the news last night, saying that they, they've had problems with Dreamworld management. Is that right? Allegedly, what, allegedly, allegedly, over the last eighteen months, and they've got some issues over the man. Uh, sorry, the um, maintenance of a lot of the rides, and you know, I, I don't know, I wasn't there, but when they say it's it's the oldest ride in the joint. And something like that happens, you know. Maybe you need to look at the maintenance records, and they're, they're going to subpoena all the all the all the paperwork. So we'll see what happens out of that. And then it's too late for the families involved once again. But uh, anyway, we will move on. Mm. Mm. What else? Is, how was your surf safari, Neil? Yeah, you, on a lighter note. Oh, look, it was good, mate. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go in there into Western uh, Sumatra at the Mentawi Islands. Pretty uh, pretty special place. Development hasn't destroyed the joint yet, but uh, like all good places, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it will eventually be developed. And uh, how bad, I don't know, but enjoy it while you why it's still pristine. Yeah, you know. So it was beautiful, was it? It was, yeah. Beautiful part of the world. Look, it's a long haul to get there. It takes a couple of days to travel. You know, a couple of planes and a couple of boats. So, you, and you took your surfboards and away. Oh, you, you take went. it all with you, mate. How many surfboards did you take? Oh, I only take a few, but uh, a few. A few, but um, <laughs> nah, it's worth it, mate. It's, uh, I can't use the one I got. I don't have a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, <coughs> look, if anyone that, that's into this, into the uh, into it, they, they uh, I think it's a dream of everybody to go and uh, surf those waves over there. Could you go back? You certainly will. You, you will definitely go yeah, back. Yeah, and uh, Mel, who works for D&E, Mel McCoy, uh, he, uh, he's up for another trip next year, and I think he's away as we speak. I mean... Again? Yeah, he's always off, Mel. He's got a really... Uh, his, his wife is uh, pretty... Uh, understanding, I would say. about him going off on surf, surf trips, so good on you, mate. And uh, oh, he's somewhere over in Java at the moment. Half Mel. his luck. Half his luck, yeah. So uh, utilising the long weekend and <coughs> added to it a bit. And... That's it, mate. Take Throw a couple of days each side and... I think, what have we got, five days off, haven't we? Yep. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <clears throat> so it's a good little break coming up to uh, Christmas. Yeah, it is. Although we hit a, what have we got, picnic day, and it's a rough little patch apart from that, though, isn't it? We were a bit short on for RDOs, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Light so, on. <laughs> a bit light on. We're not going to complain. But, and, uh, uh, just on Sumatra, Neil, 
Smarty reckons there was a photo in a magazine of you walking in Main Street with a orangutan. He reckons it was a bit like Clyde and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Is that right? Or? Well, there are orangutans over there, Ian. But Is, uh, over on the island? No, not on the islands we're on, but uh, the poor old orangutan population over there, they've uh, been sort of pushed to a little pocket because the rest of the uh, forest has been chopped down. To and it. developed and whatever. Well, they put palm oil in, mate, and palm oil yeah, is there you in, go. Uh, virtually, if you look on the back of every... Uh, Every product, package basically. product that you buy, and if it's sweet, um, it's got palm oil in it, and uh, there's just thousands of acres of palm oil. And uh, it's very similar what they've done with the whales, isn't it? Whale oil, oil. suffering. That's very similar what they've done with whale oil. They only wiped out the whale population because yeah. of the whale oil, so they found an alternative. And so some of they're doing with palm oil, but uh, they just chopped down forests and put plantations of palm oil in. Yeah. Yeah, and it drives the wild animals just, out. It's incredible how far these forests go. A farm oil, they're just they're massive. It's like, <coughs> like pine plantations here, killer. Is it right? Yeah, it's like when you go down the valley and that, and you just see the miles and miles and miles of pine plantations. That's what you see. But um, <coughs> yes, anyway, there's good, pe- there's good people out there trying to do some good things, and uh, you know, trying to uh, make sure that um, at least the uh, remaining orangutans are. Got some habitat left. Yeah, okay. You know? Mm. It's a bit doom and gloomy, isn't it? Yeah, well, the world's going in a direction I don't think any of us are entirely happy with, you know? Well. You know, you're talking about the pristine part, that island off Sumatra and... Well, all the little islands, While yeah. it's still untouched <clears throat> and, you know, it, it, those places are few and far between. Well, they are killer. Now that, you know, you look at it, and since probably about the mid-80s when tourism really kicked off and... Uh, it's uh, you have a look at some of those holiday destinations now, mate. They're just they're just jungles, zoos, mm, aren't they? Really? Mm, yep. Yeah. Well, one good thing now, where you went, you were saying that you know it takes you two plane trips and then a two day two days two trek. Yeah. To get to where you were, so I would say that would deter a lot of the yeah. stock standard um, tourists. Yeah, look, it, it does, mate. A lot it is. It's hard work to get there, and it's worthwhile once you get there, but. Uh, Look, you'd be surprised, though. There's, uh, there's a few big resorts popping up out there, and uh, people will pay the big dollars to stay there, too. Yeah. You know, some of the bigger chains and that that have already set up. So, No, my luck, I'd get bitten by an anaconda or something. Well, <laughs> well there's no anacondas out there, Ian, but there, there, is, is, some, there is some poisonous little uh, vices. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some poisonous little green things hanging out of trees. And so have they got a snake venom kit or something yet? Not really. you got an hour to get the treatment or else it's all over. So you got an hour to get treatment and you're two days away from civilization. Brilliant. But uh, plenty of people getting hacked up out there on the reef and uh, it is a dangerous place, that's for sure, because it is a long way to medical facilities. And um, a couple of people that we actually saw and knew uh, came, a, came a crop and, um, yeah, had to ship them out and I think the Probably the closest place for decent decent treatment is probably Singapore. So that that'd be a fair old hike across to Singapore. Yeah, it would be, mate. Probably twenty four hours of travel. So you could be in a bit of strife. Yeah, in a bit of strife. Yeah. So you just got when you're out there surfing, mate. And every second bloke next to you is wearing a helmet. You're sort of thinking, geez, this must be something going on here. It's not a fashion parade now. Right. Everyone's got a gaff helmet Is on. it on reef or is it... Yeah, it's all reef, mate. You're looking down below you and you can just see it all just looking at you, looming up. That's pretty scary, surfing. Not that I'm a surfer, but I've seen them do it in Hawaii and you think, shit, you yeah. know when you get sort of rolled onto that? <clears throat> look, that's a, that's a, yeah, look, Hawaii, mate, those, those reefs over there, that's another... Yeah, you've got massive swells there, but uh, anyway, it's all good fun. So, Killer, you're... Uh, 
You're down the road today. You're heading, I am. Heading down to uh, the valley. Yeah, I am. I'm doing a, a trip down there. I've got a um, there's some work coming up down there. Um, there's a two hundred million dollar job at the RAF base coming up. So um, from the start, I want to be uh, right across that. You know, and I, they, look, they, as far as I know, there's still not contractors down there. But um, I just want to be across it and you know make sure we've sort of got a presence. Two hundred men starting to get up there. So, oh yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> um, the Trelgan Hospital sort of. You know, it's in the last half of it now. There might be another stage there, but just going to go down and show my face. We've probably nearly got fifty members there, um, and I haven't been in there down there for nearly a month. So well, it's well worth the trip going down for for an mm. afternoon. Look, we've got so a few others down there. We've got a few in um, Luoyang. Um, well, we've got a few other members down there too that just uh, are members of our union. You know, for training uh, purposes and and different ha- things. Anything at Hazelwood? I'm trying to know it's been on the news. Not Hazelwood. I don't think. No, I haven't, no. no one's contacted me from Hazelwood. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's talk about closing that now. I think it's going to happen. So, um, yeah. you know, that means, uh, I think it means... I think, How many jobs, roughly? Well, I think there's around about 5,000, directly or indirectly. Look, it's, it'll be pretty... Uh, it'll have an impact on the community. Look, you know, us talking about climate and the world and all the rest of it, we, I think we're all, you know, it's safe to say we're all a bit concerned about the state of the world and that probably means less reliance on, um, on coal... Um, but gee whiz, we've got an issue in the meantime. Um, quite a few people will be unemployed down there soon. Like I said, I don't have too many members mm. in Hazelwood, and luckily enough, the ones that I look after aren't there. But um, that's going to really inc- impact that community, you know, uh, Morwell um, and surrounding area. So it's a worry, and you know. Mm. So what do we do? I'm not 100 percent sure. Do we train them? And what do we do? You know, someone else mentioned a fast rail down there would be a good idea. So it gives people. Access to jobs in the city, you know, that's probably not a bad idea. You know, try and wean them off reliance on. Yeah. Um, well, there's only, there's only so many jobs in the city, too, though. You know, you go to the footy down there and mention you're against coal mining, you could be in a bit of strife. You know, like they're, <laughs> they're attached to their jobs and. So, um, it's a tough issue, issue mm. you know, and. Well, it's the same sort of thing that happened in America years ago, like with the car industry and, the, and the, you know, the coal joints and all that. They have families in the, the steel mills. Springsteen spin, sings a lot about the steel mills and yeah. steel workers, iron yeah. workers. Yeah, yeah. You know, the unions were very strong in those things and uh, the government's just shut them all down, you know, and what do you do? You re- retrain, what, 5,000 people, whether directly or indirectly. It's, you've got to do something, I understand that, but, you know, um, I haven't got the answer. No, well, it's it's... Uh, you know, it's not uh, it's not easy. There's no obvious answer there. No. Anyway, we've got some music. All right, then, and uh, we'll just play a quick tune. And a bit of your favourite here. Uh... Uh, you too. Well, I, can't, I cannot stand Crowded House. It's not Crowded House. <laughs> and Air Supply. I can't stand Air Supply. Oh, God. <laughs> and Millie Vanilli. Welcome back to the Fire Up Show. Bit of melon camp now. 3CR. And uh, Killer, we're just having a bit of a chat about um, the awards night that uh, you attended. Yeah, we had an awards night, what was it, a couple of Saturdays ago. Gee, it's a good night. Um, How'd you go, mate? Did you win something? uh, um, Yeah, I won getting booted out. (laughs) No, um... Yeah, that was it. Was a really good night. I reckon there was probably fifteen hundred, a couple of thousand people. Yeah. It was well, you know, they've bigger venue this year at the convention centre. Um, 
you know, it was a good feed and everything and a few beers and a good bunch of people, you know, a few of the employers were there. So this is the Apprentice, Apprentice Awards? Oh, it's all sorts of it's safety, safety awards. Safety awards, um, different industry awards. You know, Doug McCluskey won the Bill Height Award, which is like the Brownlow of the night, um, for his contribution to, you know, the industry and the, and the school and, and um, him and Vin um, both yeah, won yeah. That, that award each. The yeah. tyre. And... Um, when he when he went up and I reckon uh, Doug would have won it on account back. So, well, yeah, I suppose I don't know. They both won it, and um, when uh, when uh, like Earl really gave it a good uh, spiel before he, he gave the award, and um, I think Doug was sort of choking up a bit. He, and he, the first thing he said, um, you know, they said to him, "Do you want to say a few words?" And he came up to the microphone and said, "I don't know whether I can." You know, like he was really touched by it. So would it be a first time for Doug. So, um, look, he got through a speech and he, he spoke well, um, but it was just yeah. good. It was a really uh, fitting um, moment for his career and, and the contribution he's made to the yeah. industry. And, well, he know, has done a lot, Doug. He's done a lot yeah, of no, training. No doubt about union, it. That's for sure, Doug has. And, and, and many years ago, when I was a young fellow, Doug was still in training. In his acceptance speech, he sort of mentioned the, the blues that they'd had and, and really they'd, they'd always come out, you know, speaking again. And But, um, you know, it was always going to be tough when it was... Um, the employers and the uh, you, you know the employer group and the employee group come together and try and you know make something out of it. There's always going to be difference of opinion. So partnership, yep. Yeah. So um, and Ox won an award too. You know he's done a bit of training apparently. So he's in what did he win an award for? I don't know. He just he was up on stage there and you know and the, and a few others. You know a few of the employer people. Um, our mate, I don't know his name, but the sprinkler fitter that went and, uh, you probably know him, Andy, with the beard that went and, um, um, to the States. Yeah, Macca. He, he was good too. He spoke well. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's nice bloke and... Good fella. Yeah, yeah. so um, he won an award too. I think he was an apprentice award, so... Yeah. So... Well, Ox has done a lot of training. hosted by the lovely Jane Bunn. Oh, gee, she did a good job, Neil. I was really impressed. Did she? Did she? Oh, did she? impressive. Killer, I know <laughs> there's a little bit of a soft spot there. You've, you sort of... I don't know. You oh, sort of... She's fantastic. Soft spot? <laughs> she was, she was fantastic, and it was a real coup having. Did she? Been. Did she? Um, it was the best part of the night, Neil. <laughs> did she? Intru- did she <laughs> introduce? No, I'm not. She's not as nice as my lovely wife, of course. But uh, did she introduce ox? Because she would have had a workload cut out taming the ox, the wild ox. No, well, the, the, in a lot of cases they didn't actually speak. They they'd come up and accept the award, then they'd go down and have the photos oh, okay. off right the stage. Yeah. But um. Because like, well, he's done uh, a lot of training overseas over a few years. He has done a lot of training. Put a lot of personal time in, and uh, good on him. The, uh, oh, good on all the winners who we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve yeah. Rocco got an award. Yeah, he did too. That's another one. Yeah, I, I sat next to Steve. So, um, congratulations, you know, Steve he's, and Ox yeah, and the boys. Big Did Gibbo win? Didn't he? No, no he won it the year before. Yeah, he was there last year. So he beat Cody. He beat Cody. He beat Cody. What for? What for? I don't know. I didn't give the votes. So, um, yeah, no, but it was a really good night and, you know, I was talking to Steve Geske and our mate Jim Griffin and a few others, you know, out in the crowd. Jim Griffin was on the dance floor uh, busting a move. Was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Steve Geske, I was talking to him for a bit. And, uh, yeah, you know, good, good fellas. Look, Steve. as much as we all argue at times, there's, you know, they all loosen up a bit and, with a couple of beers under their belt and, and well, they're just like you and I. Greg Solder wasn't there, was he? He's pretty good on the dance floor. No, I didn't see he was, MJC he, he was dancing with Curly. Was he there curls? Him and Killer were doing a shuffle waltz. Slow and steady. What about Timmy Wilson? Curl was was Timmy Wilson there? No, I didn't, yeah, Tim was there. Timmy would be there. Yeah, Timmy yeah. would have been I there. I think one of, his, one of his apprentices won an award too. Um, 
might have been one of the ones. I'm pretty sure one of his kids, or he might have, maybe he was nominated, but I think I, heard, I remember hearing um, Wilson Plumbing, you know, mentioned. So, and I think, he, he once again, I well, he's he. I think he's a big backer of our arch enemy, mate, Carlton Football Club. He is. Yeah. Well, he loves the old car. He loves that's them. one mistake he's making, that's for sure. Yeah. That's lost money. Lost money down the tube. <sighs> All right, good. We're going, we're going to football, are we? <laughs> well, and I know, that, I know, mate, that uh, we've probably sat here and had conversations that we had the whole system would never see Richmond, Carlton, Footscray ever yeah, win the grand final. That's right. Again. Admit it, I was wrong. Congratulations. I was wrong. And I'm quite happy to admit that the I was wrong. The dogs had a great win, and you've had picked up, you've picked up Cloak. Big pickup. Yeah. Yeah, geez. Th- thanks. Yeah. Actually, well, you've, you've done us a favour. Well, <laughs> we thought Richard would have picked him yeah, up. Yeah, geez, I was worried about that. Good on you, Andy. No. Good on you. No, he was too low. He, he, we only got him for about pick 78. You normally go for picks three or four and then just put him out in the paddock for a couple well, of years. Richard right. yeah, did exceptionally well. They did exceptionally It's not going to help you. But... I don't know. Anyway. Might, that might just... That might just... Yeah. Well, you got rid of Vickery. Yeah. If you got rid of Deludio, probably your second best player. Yeah, but look, sometimes, and look at Awful, mate. I mean, sometimes you've just got to make those hard decisions, and I think they've done the right thing. Yeah, I actually think well, they've when you get, well, when you get a club like Hawthorne in the back body AFL, it just proves like in the draft, they're the only, only team that can trade the way they did illegally, and then, lo and behold, a week later, when they've done the deals, every, all the clubs go, well, how do you do that? Because it's against the rules. The AFL turn around and go, oh, we made a mistake. It just seems to be happening to all the, the major clubs all the time. You know, with the cola, with with Sydney, you know. Um, you did all right at losing Cooney. I mean, you wouldn't regret that now. That, that's no. a bit like Delete out Richmond. No, no. Well, Cooney was way, way past his use by date, and he was injured. And yeah, he's uh, on one leg, wasn't he? He was, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did that sort of just because of his injuries. And he had a bloke, Ryan Griffin. Well, he made a right choice. He went to GWS and got beaten by the Dogs in the preliminary final. Then the way he won the flag. Well done, Ryan. Good on you. There's the money now, champ. You've got that little gold medal ring. So, do you it? think Neil Richmond will beat Greater Western Sydney next year? If that's the trend of. Well, look, I don't know if we'll beat them, but um, <laughs> I mean, they've still got a pretty hot side. That's for sure, Killer. But look, I've lost as a Richmond supporter, we haven't had much to really cheer about in the last 30 years. I'm a bit years. over it, to be honest. But, been, uh, at least, at least they've done all right at the trade table. Picked up a I'm couple not even of young excited about that anymore. It's anyway. just, you, we're Richmond. It's just... We'll follow the Bush Rangers instead. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it's a long weekend this weekend. Long so. weekend Five yeah. glorious days. Yeah. We won't be having beers at the uh, what's the, the the pub in the Corkman. No, we won't be having beers there. That's a shame, isn't it? Knock down another old well, beautiful building. Yeah, just goes to show, doesn't it? And we'll see what happens. You know, the, you got the city council talking tough and Doyle talking tough. They're going to do this and they're going to do that. Geez, but, I hope uh, they make them rebuild it. Yeah, but what's the point? It's, it's lost its character. It, it's, well, it's, you know. they shouldn't have knocked it down. You know, no, they, they, I agree you know, wholeheartedly. I reckon, you know, if they want to put apartments there, as much as you know, sometimes our members benefit, I just think there's rules in society that shouldn't be broken. You know, you've got to be an upstanding citizen in society. And, well, uh, make matters worse. They then decided to take all the rubble and rubbish was yeah, loaded, loaded yeah. with asbestos. Yeah. To me, that's even worse than pulling the joint down. But driving, well, driving through suburbia... It's all in shit form. Well, it's terrible. Terrible. Shit form. It kills people with asbestos. <clears throat> asbestos. Exactly. It, and, uh, it does. It's been proven. It's a proven killer. Speaking of asbestos, I know it's just... Uh... They've just uh, outlawed it in New Zealand, and uh, who would think in 2016 it's just been outlawed? So, just goes to show you that it's still being used in a lot of countries around the world. And uh, well, it'll be used in a lot of countries that we don't know of, mate. That's exactly. I was talking to an organizer in um, New Zealand the other day, and uh, 
he rang me. He said, do you have much to do with suicide prevention? And I said, oh. What did he say, bro? And I said, oh, not a great to you, but, uh, you know, we've got the people around here. And he said, oh, can you put me in contact with them? Because um, he said, it's happening left, right and centre over here. There's people yeah. knocking themselves off. Terrible, huh? So the industry's got a few issues. And it has, mate. And look, we're running out of time, boys. That's it for another show. But we Have must, a great we long must, weekend. We must tell everybody, be safe on site. And, uh, be safe on site. Just what's happened yesterday. So Safety walk this morning. You know, and, uh, boys, just take a step back and take a big, deep breath and uh, get over the four, five-day break and um, get back for Christmas. See you, boys.